you would, take your Bibles tonight. We're going to be in Hebrews, chapter number 6. And yes, I do know where the New Testament it is, all right? We ain't been there in a little while, but we are back in the New Testament. Praise the Lord. And uh, I know everybody's Bible wants to turn to the book of Joshua, all right? But there's more to come on Sunday, praise God. And if not, that means that we in glory, right? And that would be all right, too. We'll just go talk to Joshua. And ask him how it all went down, right? If you would, stand tonight for the reading of God's Word. Everybody got their copy of God's Word tonight? Boy, ain't it good to have a Bible. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. You didn't bring your Bible. I ain't calling you out. I'm just saying, all right? I got to watch that, all right? (laughs) I love you guys. You know that? I love you. Sure thank God for you. Hebrews chapter number 6 An Anchor of the Soul is the title tonight. And uh, we're going to look at the, boy, the blessed hope that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. I I believe that the child of God ought to be encouraged. Ought to be encouraged tonight. How many of you know you ain't got to go very far in the Word of God to be encouraged if you're a child of God? Boy, the Word is an encouragement to our soul. Hebrews chapter number 6, verse 17, picking up. The Word of God says, wherein... God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay Hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil, whether the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. All right? I know y'all saying, what in the world did he just read? All right? Well, we're going to dive in. How many of you know it matters what words say? It matters what words mean. We're going to dive in tonight and see exactly what the Word of God has to tell us and the encouragement that we find in His hope tonight. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, I do thank You, Lord, for this day. God, I thank You for these people, God. God, those that were able to be in the house tonight, God, I thank You for each and every one. Uh, Those online tonight, I thank You for each and every one of them, God. God, I pray you bless us all, dear God. Uh, God, with the uh, reading of your word. God, it's your word that brings uh, power and conviction to our lives, God. It's your word that gives us direction. And God, I, I pray now for the moving of your Holy Spirit, God, to stir, in, uh, up, uh, stir up in us, God, to give us now what we need from your word. Uh, God, there's plenty of discouragement in this world so God I pray is God we dive into your word God tonight we be encouraged Lord I love you God I praise your holy name God it's all about you tonight it's all about you all the time God God you are our everything so God I pray now in these moments God we take our eyes and hearts and ears and minds off of the chaos around us. And God, we just focus in on what you have to say. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Hebrews chapter 6, verse 17 through 20. Tonight, we are examining the truth of hope in Christ Jesus. All right? Uh, hope that is provided and belongs to the believer. All right? Now, tonight, if uh, you are here or you are online with us tonight and you are not saved, that means you have never surrendered your life to Christ. Uh, asked Him to, realizing you're a sinner, asked Him to forgive you of your sins, come into your life, be Lord of your life, believing He died, was buried, and resurrected, and lives today. Listen to me, you can do that today, alright? Uh, but if you're not saved, you do not have the hope that I'm referring to tonight. And not just what I'm referring to, but what the Word of God is talking about. You do not have that tonight. But as I'm talking about that, and it brings encouragement, because I pray it'll be encouragement to you who are believers, who are children of God, that you, uh, you that are lost would see that and desire that and know tonight that even tonight, God is still saving people. God is still saving people. The blood of Jesus Christ can still cleanse you even yet today. Amen? So for the born again, we must understand, first, we must understand there is nothing hopeless about the Christian life. We hear a lot of things that seem hopeless. Amen. Good nights, right? I mean, we hear like the gutter, you know? Sometimes you want to go lay out in a ditch, and it rains, you get covered up with the water, right? Sometimes you just want to go dig a hole and jump in it. Anybody? All right. So that's real. But I want you to know tonight, being a child of God, listen, there, it is not hopeless, our Christian life. Our Christian walk is not hopeless. God is still moving. God is still working. God still has a plan. He's still desiring things for your life. So listen, no matter what you're going through, no matter your situation or your circumstance, and I know some of y'all are flying high like you're feeling like Superman. Anybody? I guess we're all together. All right, good. So we all need this tonight, amen? We all need this tonight. Listen, if we dig deep enough, which I don't think it'll have to be very far, we all need some help. We all need some help. We all need some encouragement. No better place to find that than in the Word of God and what God has done for us through His Son. Through His Son. Nothing hopeless about the Christian life. And for those who do not know Christ personally, tonight is the night. Now, take notice. Number one, note takers. Here it is. Notice number one in this passage, God is serious about the hope that He provides us. God does not do anything. I've said this many times, probably a million times, almost like a broken record. God does not do anything by accident. There is nothing that He does in your life. There's nothing He even allows in your life that's by accident. Listen, anything as a child of God uh, that comes your way, whether it be trial, trouble, tribulation, whatever it is, it passed the desk of Almighty God, all right? He knew about it before it ever happened. He knew it was going uh, to take place. But notice about his hope. Notice about his hope tonight. He is serious about the hope that he provides. Verse number 17, wherein God, who are we talking about? God himself. 
Wherein God. I want you all to notice these words. Words matter. All words matter. Words are to encourage us. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel. Confirmed it by an oath. What, a, what, is, uh, what is being said here? What is being written by the writer of Hebrews here? Well, first notice this, how serious God is. But notice how great God is. Willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise. You know, God wants to show you everything. God wants you to know. Listen, I think sometimes we'll be going through a tough time and we'll think, God, why are you hiding this? And God, why? Listen, God is not hiding anything. He wants you to know who He is. Can I tell you that tonight? Listen, God is not hiding in the closet. He ain't hiding under your situation. He's not just uh, waiting. Now, God, hey, you got to be patient and wait upon the Lord. I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying anything against that. But what I am saying tonight, God wants you to know who He is. God wants you to experience who He is. And that ought to encourage us to know that my God loves me. That my God, listen, he just didn't reach down and call me. And, and when I received him as Lord and Savior, save me. But he wants a deep, personal relationship with me. And here's the thing tonight. No matter what we go through or what we face, that doesn't change what God wants with us. You realize that tonight. Sometimes we feel like we cannot hear the voice of God. Anybody? Sometimes it seems quiet. Sometimes it seems silent. You say, God, where are you? And you cry out to God. God, where are you? Can I tell you, God has not went anywhere. God is there. He sees and He knows all things. And you say, that's a simple truth. It is, but how many times in our trial and trouble do we forget that and we need to be reminded of it? Maybe you're not like me, but I have to be reminded. Dear Lord, remind me, dear Lord, I need it. God is serious about the hope He provides us. Notice this, it is by the, what? The immutability of His counsel. Now you say, what in the world does that word mean? Immutability. Can I tell you tonight, that word means unchanging. That word means fixed. Right? The council. Who is the council? Who sets things up? Who is ruling? God Himself. Hey, you want to know who the council is? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's the council. Huh? I said, I heard it like this the best way. I heard a preacher say it this way. He said, everybody want to know where I get my notes from, who I'm, who I'm meeting with, who I'm talking to. He said, yeah, these they's four of us. These four of us. It takes four of us to do it. Huh? He, he said, I'm not by myself. I give it up. I got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost giving me what to preach, telling me what to say. Praise be to God. That's the way it ought to be. That's the way it ought to be. God is serious. He, he, listen, he, Him, the counsel, who He is, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, they are unchanging. They are fixed. What they say, you think about this, God don't have to give us an oath, but He did. 
But he did. That ought to tell us how much he loves us and cares about us. Hey, little us, we don't deserve no oath from God. We're the creation, not the creator. But yet God looks down and God looks down at us and he loves us so much. He says, listen, I'm not going to just make a a covenant with Abraham, but I'm going to make it so that not only the Jew, but also the Greek can be saved. And I give them my word because I'm unchanging. And not only will I give them my word, but I give them my oath. You realize you can't dispute that. You can't dispute that. God is serious about the hope that He provides. That's why when we doubt God, y'all hear me tonight, that's why when we doubt God, listen to me, I love you, and we've all been there, we've all done it, but the times that we doubt God and the hope of salvation and the hope of eternity, we're really mocking God. We really are. We're marking how great God is and what God is doing. What am I saying tonight? Just realize how great He is and what He's done and how much He loves you and cares about you. He gave you His Word. Glory to God He gave you His Word. God is not going to go back on His Word. How do you know that, preacher? Well, why don't you read on? What does it say? Verse 18, that by two immutable things, it was impossible for God to lie. Now here's the thing tonight. Either you believe the word of God or you do not believe the word of God. I'm not here to debate any of it, but I'm saying this. I believe the word of God. And to believe the word of God, I've got to believe what this says, that God cannot lie. What does that mean? He ain't going back on what he says. Boy, that ought to encourage you. He's not going to change his mind. I'm not going to get in tonight, but you talk about eternal security, salvation. Once saved, always saved when you're truly saved. God will not go back on his word. He cannot lie. He is God. Oh, he is God. He is God. Notice that word again in verse 18, that by two immutable things. What does that mean? By two unchanging things, by two fixed things that cannot be changed. In which it was impossible for God to lie. What? We might have a strong consolation. What does that mean? That we might have a strong consolation. Comfort in God. Let me ask you something tonight. When you got saved, who entered you? Who abides in you? The Holy Spirit of God to lead you, guide you, direct you. Why do you think in the very times of trouble we can have the joy of God? Because of the Holy Spirit of God living in us. And when we take our eyes off of everything else, It doesn't matter what's going on. I don't care how beaten and battered your ship is. When your eyes are fixed on Christ, you've got everything. Boy, talking to someone just today, listen, probably I don't know how long they've got. I really don't know how long they got. But I know they got the blessed assurance. And they can still speak with joy. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit of God that lives in them. Oh, they are looking unto God. They're looking unto eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. I ask you tonight, boy, you got that kind of faith. 
And trust believing him for it. Oh, don't wait till it's at the last moments of your life to trust God and see what God wants to do with you. Notice here, we might have a strong consolation. Not just a comfort, but a strong and mighty comfort. You know, that's what God provides. Some of y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. How many of you know sometimes you'll go through a ride and you'll see that. And you'll see God's comfort and you'll see that strength. And then, hey, you go a, a year later, two years later, you'll hit another bump in the road. And it's like, man, I done forgot about God's comfort and strength. I got to go back to God. Thank God he's there. Thank God he's there. Some of us need a reminder. I mean, we can put a smile on our face no matter our circumstance because of who God is. Because of what God says. We might have a strong consolation, a strong, mighty comfort. Look, notice here the description here. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Now listen to me. Before you were saved, lost sinner. And by the way, you still are a sinner. If you're saved, you're just a sinner saved by grace. But there you are as a sinner God providing refuge for you. Ha! The cleft of the rock. Boy, when you de deserve hell. Let me remind you this morning. You did deserve hell. You do still deserve hell. But you're not going to hell if you're saved. You're going to glory. You're going to glory because of who God is. Because of the hope that He provides us. Man, don't ever think of that word hope so. We've got our minds so twisted up. See, in that hope so, we have doubt. We leave room for doubt. There is no doubt with God. There's assurance with Him. He will not go back on His word. Notice, moving through the Scripture, who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Verse 19, which... Hope we have as an anchor of the soul. I want you to notice here, secondly, number two. Our hope, our hope, which guess what is his hope that he gives us, is an anchor for the soul. An anchor for the soul. Preacher, what do you mean? What do you mean, preacher? Notice, I love that God gives us these imageries. Do you not? Boy, how it helps our, our little insignificant minds. Our such little knowledge. God gives us these pictures through Scripture where we can relate to what He's saying to us. Do you realize that's God coming down to where we are making that possible? Notice what he says. He makes the reference to an anchor. So get a picture here, the anchor of the soul. Look, we live as a ship in the seas of this life. You're a vessel in the sea. I'm a vessel in the sea. Everybody on the same page? Huh? The precious cargo for the child of God is the Holy Spirit of God. Why? Because he's residing in you. And all the things he brings you, like hope, joy, peace, love, patience. Anybody got all that? He brings it to us. It's in there. That's, that's our precious cargo, is it not? That's why you ought to be careful where you take God. I'm not pointing at nobody over here. I'm just saying. Be careful where you take God. 
That's another time. Get back on track here. The wind and the waves. All right, so you got the ship. We're the vessel. That's the picture of us, our soul. You got to water. You got to, you got to water. You got to see. That is our life. And how many of you know our lives can get messy? Boy, the sea gets rough sometimes. Anybody ever been out there where it was white capping? Thought the boat was going to fall apart. I hit some waves one time. I thought we was going to throw Bella right out of the boat. She ended up with a bruise on her all the way almost down her arm. It gets rough out there, don't it? We can all get a picture of that. That's why God gives us these pictures. Because we can relate. We can understand. Think about it, though. These, the wind and the waves, they are a picture of the temptations and the afflictions that we face. And boy, do we have temptations and afflictions. Anybody? And then there's the anchor upon the ship. Oh, that anchor, <laughs> that anchor that represents what? What did the word say? Which hope we have as what? An anchor. And you go and you throw that anchor out. And you say, man, are you crazy? You're going to throw an anchor out in, the, in this kind of weather and these kind of things with the storm approaching. Hey, but that is our hope, is it not? And get a picture of this. We throw that anchor out into the water. And in most cases, you're throwing the anchor out, and you can't even see where the anchor's going to touch bottom. Anybody? How many times you throwing it in there? Now hang on, I'm going somewhere. You throw that anchor out to the place where you can't even see it, especially if you're in the St. John's River. And you throw that anchor out, and that anchor lodges on a rock. What are we getting a picture of here? Well, what does it say within the veil? Within the veil. Did y'all catch that? That's verse number, I think that's verse number 19. Huh? So what do we get in a picture of? There's hope, right? Hope is being cast out. It's being cast down. It's getting caught upon the rock. And I ask you tonight, I hope you know who is the rock. The rock. He's the solid rock. And even though, listen to me, as that anchor, which is our hope, it attaches to that rock. We can't see it, but we know when the line pulls tight that the anchor is holding. That the anchor is holding. Do you see it tonight? Oh, what an encouragement that should be for us. Hey, to know that no matter how the waves move, no matter how the storm comes up, listen, we ain't got to worry because we got the rock. We got the rock, and our anchor is the hope. In the Lord Jesus Christ, the hope that God gives us. Think about it tonight. Oh, how wonderful it is. You realize he's the rock of ages, the solid rock in which we stand. And listen to me, and what I'm saying here tonight is you've got to trust him. You've got to trust him with that blessed assurance, even though you cannot see him, even though the water is murky and muddy. You, I mean, I'm talking about it's at the very bottom, but yet the anchor holds. Why? Because the anchor is anchored on the rock. That's where it's got to be, folks. I want you to notice, lastly, number three, what kind of anchor is it? 
sure and steadfast. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. It matters tonight that you know what those words mean. Sure means certain and true. Steadfast is stable and firm. Let me tell you what's happening to too many people today. They're throwing out the anchor, but they're on top of the sand. They're not anchoring to the rock. And when you anchor out on top of the sand, that boat is going to go every which way the wind blows. Boy, they start yelling this away and they start pushing this away. What happens to the boat? It's going right with it. Huh? Current gets to go in this away. Guess what's going to happen to the boat? Oh, it's just dragging. It's just dragging the anchor because they're not anchored. In Christ. This world, this world will never be the place that you need to anchor. This world will never be able to give you stability. How do you know that, preacher? Well, just look around. I mean, come on. It's unstable, <laughs> it's uncertain, is it not? We have got to make sure that our hope is in Christ. Paul said these words. I want to leave you with this tonight. Sirs, be of good cheer. That was words off the lips of a man who knew the ship was going to fall apart. But that was also... Words from a man who had his anchor on the rock. Tonight, the truth is, many people need joy. They have lost their joy. They have lost their love. They've lost the passion. Hmm? Don't tell me it ain't so. I know better. They've lost their patience. They've even lost the discernment in their lives. And maybe that's you tonight. I don't know. But I know this. Anchor yourself in the rock. In the rock. And rejoice if you're saved in being a child of God. And for those who do not know Him personally, that's the kind of hope that's still available. For how long, preacher? I do not know. That's why when God pricks that heart, calls us to be saved, opens our eyes that we are a sinner lost without Him, that's why it's time then to move. That's why it's time then to be saved. Why don't we follow Him? Heads bowed, nice closed. We're going to close in prayer tonight.
I so pray, I so pray, church, that we'll be encouraged, not in who, not in who won the Super Bowl, not be encouraged in who the president is, but be encouraged in the one you're anchored in. He is our hope to everlasting life for you and I. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, I do. God, I thank you for, <laughs> God, these Wednesday night prayer meetings. God, I thank you that, God, people care and people love each other, God, and people share. God, that we can pray, God, not only for ourselves, but God, pray for one another. God, realizing that, God, you're still answering prayers. God, we see it before our eyes. God, you're still, prov God, you're still providing miracles, God, before our eyes. I thank you, Lord. And God, tonight, I thank you for the reminder in your word. God, the hope that you provide us, that uh, assurance, God, of salvation. God, to know that, God, you cannot lie, that you will not go back on your word. God, that you even go as far to give an oath. Thank you, God. God, for loving us like you do. And God, I pray, I truly pray, God, God, if there be anybody who's walking distance from you, God, they just come home. God, they just, God, want to draw close to you, God. God, realizing there's nobody to go to and tell, God, it's just you. <laughs> go straight to you. God, knowing that your son at your right hand is listening. Lord, I love you. I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.